Oh my god! Oh, stuck There's in a storm brewing on the horizon. That tin box can only mean one thing. That was a drum roll if I've ever heard one. <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to Roll and Move, the internet's only podcast that takes a look at some of the worst board games that are in existence and then breaks them down for you. And, uh, I don't know, it also makes us sort of question why we even do this in the first place. <laughs> I'm your first host and one of the creators of Rough Draft Games, Thomas Jungerberg, and with me here as always is... Garrett Lively. My widowed father has a fetish for watching women's feet be smothered in baked beans. <laughs> that, <laughs> very specific. Garrett, yeah. if that ever got out there in the public, do you yeah. realize what that would do to you? I, I can't imagine, especially in my little... Uh, neighborhood of, of people if they found out my reputation would be ruined so It'd be shattered I'd, I'd ask you shattered and I'd tattered. ask you Thomas and you Jeff to keep that a secret as long as you dear listener please please also yeah. keep that a secret from the keep from the that I already tweeted out us oh crap <laughs> oh no crap and also Jeff Lee my desperate housewife leaves whenever I start recording podcasts <laughs> she, she's smart Bye, Karen. <laughs> i can see why so if if you couldn't already tell we are uh we're doing well actually i don't know why you would be able to tell <laughs> those secrets are just they're stupid they're not really uh they're not really leading you in any sort of direction there today we're going to be taking a look at the desperate housewives board game now this has a little i want to get the full name desperate housewives dirty laundry game this is a game all about secrets your neighbor's mm -hmm. secrets your friend's secrets right. um, your and secret just finding secrets. out finding out what those secrets are so you can have, hold the most power amongst your community the more knowledge you have, the more power you have. It's just like real life. Knowledge is power. So this this board game was made all the way back, I believe, in 2005, if I am correct. Yeah, I believe this was on the heels of season one, or at least that's what the rule book says. Season one is, season one is now available on DVD. Pretty early for TV board games, I'd say. Yeah. Like right in the thick of it. I, I gotta ask you, just like I did with the Lost game, did either of you guys watch Desperate Housewives or know of anyone who did watch Desperate Housewives? I knew a bunch of people that watched it. It seemed pretty popular at the time. Um, I think all the all those sort of gossipy type um, TV <laughs> shows were like mm -hmm. starting to get really really popular, and you know, kind of coincided with the revolution of the. Um, of the reality TV show too, all the drama yeah. people just just ate it up. So it sort of like fell into this because you had like I'm not sure which came first, Real Housewives or Desperate Housewives. I think Desperate Housewives were first. Was it? I think so. Okay, so life imitated art or art imitates life. Yeah, sure. yeah, life <laughs> imitated exactly. art. There. Forward first here, <laughs> but yeah, I I actually had a friend Stephen Walker. I brought him up for the Lost game as well, but. Uh, I think he either worked on this show or the spinoff Devious Maids. I think it was Devious Maids season two that he worked on. But he just said that it was a terrible shooting experience because they shoot so many episodes. And this thing ran for like nine seasons. Desperate Housewives did. Oh, yeah? Nine seasons of, of how many secrets can you have that you still have? <laughs> you still have secrets after 180 episodes. That's what I want to know. Like, at that point, I feel like that we would just know everything about you. But apparently, they put all the different and extra secrets that they had into this board game for us. Garrett, How much do you know about your neighbors, Tom? Um, I probably know too much. Uh, if if I, if I said walls? those things. Thin walls, long nights, needing earplugs. That's all I can <laughs> say. 
Well, we got a real treat here because I, apparently they did run out of secrets for the for the from the show. So they mm-hmm. they throw it in here. The the very last sentence on this page for the on the rule book mm-hmm. says the desperate housewives aren't the only one with secrets. Sprinkled throughout the trivia questions is the dirty laundry of some very famous people. Try to guess their special little secrets too. So they 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 uh, had to draw draw some inspiration from which real I don't life people. I don't get right. it all. Like I if this was a real housewives game, then maybe I would understand because it's like mm-hmm. uh, you know about like the socialites of that city. But mm-hmm. uh, where what, where was Desperate Housewives set? Wasn't it like kind of in like suburbia? This was, was Wisteria Lane, yeah, man. Like yeah, I, they're I trying to they're trying to add mystique to the lives of the uh, the women that choose to watch. But it's that not show. like there are like the men, socialites in L.A. or anything. So I don't know why they're like <laughs> they kind of they made it Kardashian esque. You know, I, don't, I didn't get I, it. I know I know exactly why they ran out of trivia questions and they ran out of secrets to you know collect from the show especially after one season so they're just like well you know jump the gun on this one (laughs) warren g harding lost a bunch of china in a bet when he was in the white house so (laughs) i like how they they considered him like a celebrity yeah (laughs) we we all the life and times of warren g harding who you You don't know rutherford b hayes you don't know do you think do you think warren g harding Do you think Warren G. Harding is the least remembered president, you know, of, of those people that can name all the presidents? I was just about to ask if there's like the a most. tier list of presidents <laughs> that you remember, like memorable tier lists. And obviously, you know, it like people go down the tier list as time goes on. But like, you know, they're the ones that you remember no matter Martin what. Martin Van Buren. Yeah. I'm a Calvin Coolidge man. He's, he's kind of my favorite. <laughs> oh, Calvin Coolidge. Was he the tub yeah. guy? No, that was Taft. Yeah, Taft. That's right. Tippy Canoe. Tippy Canoe. Tyler, too. Yeah, I mean, I'm checking on IMDb right now. It just says that it takes place in a suburban neighborhood. Uh, if I did more research into it, I'm sure we could find out what where that suburban no, is. No, I, if I, and I, this is, I'm pulling this out of nowhere, so feel free to correct me, listener. Um, yeah. But I think it's kind of like a Simpsons thing. It's like a every town USA. It's yeah. Like, it's yeah. just a, yeah. And it, that makes it, sense. I just, mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, it doesn't make any sense to me why they would put facts from like like hollywood or famous stars right because it's not you know it's the game or the show isn't themed like they're mingling with you know the famous person down the street or the movie star down the street or anything didn't make sense to me so i mean desperate housewives that's a pretty big that's a pretty big intellectual property garrett right that's right and and we know who likes intellectual properties don't we and we also know who likes Ten, <laughs> ten cases. The of course we're we're delaying the inevitable. How, well, how many clues is that? How many clues have we given the listeners as to who is who has ten, put this game out? Ten cases, a cacao, and an intellectual property. Why it must certainly be our good friends over at Cardinal Games. That's right. Cardinal Games have taken it upon themselves to once again give us the board game we all didn't know we needed. And mm-hmm. it turns out we actually didn't. I don't think Desperate so. Housewives knew they needed it. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I I don't, are you sure? We just did one season. Do we even have enough stuff for for a board game? And uh-huh. and and uh, Joseph Schumacher's like, no, nah, I got this. <laughs> what's What's the demographic for Desperate Housewives? That's like I think- 30, 33, 39 year old, maybe for, pushing forty year old, like <laughs> right. uh, wine drinking aunts. I don't know, maybe, but like when I I remember, so this came out when we were in high school, and I knew girls in high school that was that were watching this show and like watching it religiously, like it was like their um their guilty pleasure. So I want to know now that we're like we're closer to the age of you know Desperate Housewives. I wonder if those people that were watching it now are like they 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 want to emulate what they saw on TV <laughs> like 15, 16 uh. years ago. 
now it's my turn to have sex with the pool boy. Yeah, I think reading through the rules in the back of the box, I think it was pretty clear that they marketed this towards the fans of the show and, and people that, you know, would be in the suburbs, honestly. Um, right. And may- maybe this is a plus towards this game and that uh, this is one of the few games you see where you read through the rules and the pronoun they use every single time is, is she. So, and you know, take that as, as you will, but it, this is definitely marketed towards the female TV watching right. audience. What's really weird is that the designer behind it, you wouldn't think that uh, uh, Paul <laughs> Joseph Schumacher, no relation to the director, Joel Schumacher, sadly. Uh, I'm very surprised that he went after this demo because the more that we found out about this guy, the more unsettled Jeff and I uh, slowly begin to <laughs> chill to the bone. So let me just take you down the rabbit hole a little bit here. So we're, we're doing a little research on the board game. We say, okay, it's designed by jo- uh, P. Joseph Schumacher. Garrett and I are cracking up because we love Batman and Robin. And so we're doing a little bit of research into it. And we're like, oh, this guy's done, he's done a couple of video games. or not, Well, he's done video games. Yeah, he's done CD board games. So he's coded some stuff, and he did uh, like a Cheetah Girls board game, a Holy Cow game, an I Spy game. <laughs> then you go to his company page, right? So he's a he's a registered member on uh, on Board Game Geek, and you go to his company page. It's called New Hope Products Inc., right? If you go to his About <clears throat> Us, it says New Hope Products Inc. is a small family owned Maine based company. P. Joseph Schumacher is its president and sole employee. <laughs> I love how so, many buzzwords he threw in there. He said family owned. He owns his own company. So how is it family? Like, only he, him. Is he, It's just him. Yeah. It's a family, family of one. one. It's a family of one. Here at, here at Thomas Youngerberg, Inc., we believe in President and CEO <laughs> and my sole, sole member and my family's company. But it only gets a little bit crazier from there because there's a couple tabs on his website. It's got an about us. It's got services, you know, that you can see. Some awards and honors, you know, normal stuff like that. And then he's got one thing called a kindness competition. So you're probably wondering, what is a kindness competition? Well, it says right here on the page. A kindness competition is a great new way to host a competition that pushes the participant to strive for a better personal performance and to encourage and cheer on all participants at the same time. So... He talks about creating teams and but he never specifically says what the tasks have to be that are like kind. And so I was wondering this thing goes on for like this is like a solid like 900 words, maybe a thousand words here. Yeah. It's like a couple uh, pages. Going in about like how you create teams. He doesn't really Right. He created an online tool to calculate the kindness of your actions. Uh <laughs> and it says input your kindness competi- competition parameters. Where you and it's an online tool on his company website that allows you to select the number of teams, the number of participants, and but even the, that doesn't uh, make any sense. So I like kind of tinkered through it, and it just all it does is it gives you a bunch of participant numbers, like team numbers, and then like right. times, like thirty minutes, twenty five, like and or like ranges of times. So I don't understand right. the scoring. And it like it makes no sense at all. It's kind of weird. So correct correct me if I'm wrong. This is a, like a almost like a secret partnership type deal where you don't know who you're working with, right? And so you try to work together with everyone, and it turns to my knowledge. So to find out a little bit more about it, Jeff and I went over to his Facebook page, and his Facebook page is you know it's it seems pretty normal. He's an older guy, so he's not too active on Facebook. He just had a weird drawing and then a link to a Google site. <laughs> That was posted December 21st, and it's called The Aliens Project. And it starts it starts like this. 
I have known for many years that I was not normal. I relished it for a while. Different was great. There's a couple forms of different, though. Good different, to understand difference as it relates to the normal, and bad different, unrecognizable or misunderstood as it relates to the reality of the moment. Unfortunately, I have transitioned from the former to the latter, from board games to a world of entirely new possibilities. <laughs> so... He's no longer making board games, so okay. if you're hoping <laughs> to get anything, anything else from this guy. Although, if he made an uh, alien abduction board game, he'd probably have the best thematic board game ever. Like, he'd oh, probably absolutely. understand it like top to bottom. He's like, no, they chain you here. Uh, this is where they probe you. Um, they'll ask you these questions. <laughs> the, the tongue sounds like this, and uh, <laughs> it'll probably get that down pat, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just strange, and you know, and maybe this, you know, whatever it is, it's just strange that you see this, and this is the guy that created a Desperate Housewives board game. Because, yeah, so right, in context, like, it's really right. weird. Like if you if you were a consumer of this Desperate Housewives board game, and then you found out who made the board game, <laughs> you're like extremely creeped out at this point. Right. Uh, it's, it's like when I start showing all my girlfriends with the anime I like to watch. They they seem to. <laughs> Be repulsed, away, and I don't yeah. understand what I don't understand what's wrong. It's it's cool. <laughs> All right, Garrett. So it's time to say it. It's time to say the quotable line. Yes. What's in the box? What what's do we in the box? What is in the box? Well, let me reveal it step by step to you, as we would do in this game. Uh, our dear friends at Cardinal, as always, have provided us a lovely cookie tin, um, in which they've placed a board. How many um, of those things you got now, Garrett? You got like three, maybe four. I've got Lost. I've got Twilight. Yeah, I think those are the other two tens I have. So this is my third ten. Yeah, they're stackable at least. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they're they're nice. <laughs> and pretty stackable. nice and modular. Mm-hmm. They they might be a little hard to ship when somebody buys this off our eBay page, but we'll please see buy us off our eBay page. Uh, open up the box. We got a couple different decks of cards. We got our secrets deck, which lists the various secrets uh, in the game. It's got a deck of trivia questions with uh, questions on the front, answers on the back. You've got your standard. Uh, roll and move board uh, with a bunch of various spaces. Um, interestingly, in the center of the board, there's a spinner. And I actually kind of quite like this. The spinner is a shovel uh, with the head of the shovel being, you know, the pointer. So at various points throughout the game, you'll spin it to, you know, reveal, you know, choose somebody to reveal a secret or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm assuming that's a thematic element, right? Yeah, we, man. Yeah, you're, we, dig, you're digging up the secrets, digging up the yeah, digging okay. up the dirt, digging Wanna up the dirt on everybody. The I wonder if there's an actual shovel in the show in season one that probably... Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I can't speak to that, uh, unfortunately. Uh, this isn't the reality TV that I, I am familiar with. Reality TV podcast episodes. Yeah. Uh, we got a couple of pawns. They're essentially sorry pieces. You know, the nice colored, solid colored, hollow on the inside, little pawns. You know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, and Plus then a one cent to make. Yeah. yeah, single die, and a nice thin. As Cardinal has been very consistent on the rules, I got to say they got these little you know half sheets of paper that just fold out and uh, unnecessarily complexly describe the rules that are, are going through here. So They're yeah, consistent. that's 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 yeah that's all that's in the box. Pretty simple, uh, pretty simple. So I'll go over the rules quickly. It's pretty simple. You roll, you move, uh, a staple in this podcast yes you move around the board you basically land on a space half of the spaces are completely blank you do nothing the other half of the spaces are variations of answer a trivia question or make somebody else answer a trivia question if you get the trivia question wrong you reveal clue one to your secret 
or clue two or clue three, whatever clue you're on. Uh, if you get total it right, of five clues, right? There's five a total of five card. clues. Yeah. If you get it right, nothing happens, and it's the next player's turn. On your turn, you can either take that roll and move action, or you can try and guess another player's secret. So basically, these secret cards are five clues, as Thomas just alluded to. Um, and I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I revealed one at the beginning of the game. So for example, uh, clue number one would be father. Clue number two would be fetish. Clue number three would be feet. Clue number four would be women. And clue number five would be baked beans. And so, and so yeah, <laughs> a little curveball at, there. Right. So after all the clues, or, or, or after you feel like you have enough clues to guess what somebody's secret is on your turn, you can say, I want to guess Garrett's secret. And so he has to guess, and, and basically the rules say you just kind of have to get the gist of it um, with all the, the major points. Uh, but that secret was your widower father has a fetish for watching <laughs> women's feet be smothered in baked beans. So <laughs> it's uh, that's the gist of the game. It's a player elimination game, um, which is, isn't too bad in this game. It, it plays relatively quickly, and you know once you get down towards the end, it's, it's just a matter of minutes before... And the you first can make this exits. thing go quick, too. Yeah. Normally, you would have to uh, move around the board, and you would have to answer trivia questions and spin and like earn clues. Right. But if you have right. three people who just want to plow through the game, and we didn't do this. We didn't figure out that we could do this until towards the very end. I think, Jeff, you pointed this out. Yep. But when you make a guess at someone's, uh, like, I think they had unearthed maybe three or four clues from me, and if you make mm-hmm. a guess on someone's uh, uh, secret, and mm-hmm. you do not get it correctly you have to reveal a clue of yours, right? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah, so, so that, that have... really drives the game forward. Yeah, I mean, this is basically a hold-on game or a survival game. It doesn't suffer, to its credit, it doesn't suffer from the dice-based purgatory of you needing an exact role at any point in time. You you can, the the game is constantly moving forward. Yeah, so. this is definitely on the other end of the spectrum from what we've, what we've experienced <laughs> right, with really yeah. long games. Is, <laughs> this is, like, criminally short in some ways. Like, to Garrett's point, like, half the board is empty spaces, and mm-hmm. then some of the other, and I I personally hate this, and I'm sure you guys do too. But there are some spaces that say move back two spaces, and mm-hmm. it, and 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 it's a static number, so it's always two. So you always get right uh, the whatever's on the board two spaces back, which means that you basically have a carbon copy of the two board spaces in two different spots. So this yeah. guy probably came up with maybe six or seven unique board spaces to cover like 15 <laughs> board spaces, mm-hmm. and it and it infuriates me because it's like. Dude, how did you do this and get away with it and like actually <laughs> yeah, make money? Yeah, over over half the time it was a roll, you land on a blank space, and then you just go to the next player's turn. So it's just like this rapid fire of turns where you know nothing nothing is happening. But you know when something does happen, it, it is quite quickly, especially since we are so bad at the trivia questions, uh, driving the game to a conclusion. So yeah, I realized that what Thomas is saying earlier about um, so Thomas had his clues revealed earliest i think uh and then mm-hmm. so he was he basically stopped moving and would mm-hmm. just wanted to guess other people's um clues because he didn't really have a penalty at that point and so i realized that yeah like any if we just didn't want to roll anymore because there's almost no point we were wasting turns because yeah, you know you had like right. a 50 percent chance of getting uh, yeah. like a blank space you might as well just guess and then progress the game forward and not even roll the roll any dice you right can start you, can't yeah. you can't really earn any advantages or rewards you're basically just fighting to not have your secrets revealed yeah so that's exactly what i did you know i you're totally right because i just hunkered down and once i had nothing left to lose i just started just guessing like a madman trying to (laughs) 
It went for everything from like your husband buys foreign cars. You right. <laughs> started with your husband buys cars, <laughs> and I was like, mm. yeah. Boring it's not a very cars. good secret, Tom. <laughs> yeah. I think it'd be fun real quick. I, I pulled out some secret cards uh, that I wanted to read to you guys. And, and just to give the audience a little bit of perspective of, of kind of how this plays, I wanted to read them to you and see if you guys could guess the secrets based on the five clues uh, that I pulled out. I went through the whole deck, found the <clears throat> my favorite ones, and wanted to read them yeah. to you guys real quick. So, go for it. Okay. Here okay. we go. Clue number one, okay. sister. Clue number two, immoral. Clue number three, business. Clue number four, webcam. Your sister's Clue a number cam five, girl. Undresses. Yep. Sister's Ooh, a cam that's, girl. that's very close, yeah. Jeff, but let me read you the entire sentence. Your sexy sister has a webcam <laughs> where she undresses for strangers on an hourly basis. Unfortunately. How much of that do you have to get? Because just so that our listeners know, there are like certain things that you have to get the gist of it, like mm-hmm. underlined portions right. Right. inside of the uh, full sentence. Yeah, you needed to get sister undresses for strangers on a webcam. Those are the those are the things. I, I think Cam Girl would have would have gotten it, but he left out sexy and I really wanted to hear sexy sister. Sexy so. sister. Shout out to Griff. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I really like this one too. Ant. Compulsion. Saver. Thousands, bread ties. Bread ties? What? <laughs> Impulsion. Your savor. Compulsion. 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 Oh, compulsion. Uh, your aunt compulsively saves thousands of bread ties. That is it. exactly the secret. You nice. got it, hundred yeah. percent. And then the last one: husband, unethical, bullies, ruins lives, <laughs> hacker. Your husband's a cyber bully, but yeah. <laughs> he hacks. He hacks into their accounts, bro. Your geeky husband is a computer hacker and ruins lives of old high school bullies. Yes. So there you go. That's that's Vigilante that's basically style. what you have. You go through and you reveal those clues one at a time and try to reveal uh, the secret. Last person standing wins. Thomas was the last man standing in this game because we could we, we were on the wrong track of his clue for so long. God, yeah. And we, we just, you know, it was that group think where I guess something and I was like, I think Jeff's pretty close. And I, or Jeff says, I, you know, I think Garrett's pretty close. And he gets something similar and he would change the wrong article or, or subject right, or whatever. Yeah. And we just never got on the right track. It was so. like you're, it, it was like you who we thought was a wife, but it was you, the babysitter, is having sex with your boyfriend upstairs um right well the children are there while the children are there or something like that and so we would get like oh we're like God. okay maybe they're downstairs maybe it wasn't the children that were listening it was maybe it wasn't the boyfriend no we just changed everything but what we got wrong was it was the ba- you were the babysitter not the wife are there any cards in the deck that are about aliens garrett i'm just curious i didn't see i did not see any alien <laughs> alien themed cards uh i did see some conspiracy theorist ones but i didn't see anything specifically about aliens God. i did see one my, my one of my favorite ones which is a weird secret to keep is uh, your freakish brother has three nipples <laughs> Freakish! What a freak! <laughs> Put him in the circus where he belongs. What a freak! Throw peanuts at Look at him. our key. Look at our main exhibit. The three nippled man. <laughs> come one, come all. Get him! Run him out of town. He doesn't belong. <laughs> so let's talk about the art for this game because oh I gosh. thought art that you drawn this by hand. By the way, I have not seen art this bad. Since Buck Quest. Buck Quest wasn't like bad. Our third episode. I maintain that it was bad just because it looked so... It looked like it was drawn with a marker. Garrett actually did draw with a marker on the game. 
And at first, I couldn't tell where he did draw with the marker. Because it <laughs> Which is great. Else. Either that means Garrett's a great artist, or uh, <laughs> I, I, or that the game art was bad. I'd, I'd beg to say the the latter. Oh man, it was so basically it's just a white background, which I feel like is probably another cardinal sin. And then they just have some lightly colored spaces, and they call certain of the, some of the spaces are like outlined in certain colors, and they call these quote unquote houses, but they're not like shaped like houses or anything. They just say these are house spaces, you know, very it's very abstract for a, for a non abstract game. Yeah. yeah, right. All they had to do was take the white background and make it like a suburban neighborhood. Yeah, make right. it a street a worth traveling on. Jesus, and then no, but the, he just <laughs> left it totally blank. It's like what? so little. You know effort. those, um, you know those puzzle pieces that are like, or those puzzles that are like a thousand pieces, but it's all one color, or all white. I feel like in this mm-hmm. case, like we could make, we could publish a board game that's just a hundred white spaces, <laughs> and you just roll around the board, going by, <laughs> going by, uh, by uh, Joe Schumacher's methodology right. of making a board game. We could literally have like two spaces, and then just everything else is empty space. I mean, oh, yeah, I mean, for some reason, they put a roll and move mechanic in this. I mean, they could have just had the secret mechanic in this and it would have been yeah, the exact same game. But exactly. instead, they also threw a roll and move yeah. mechanic, which fits perfectly with our podcast um, on the subject of art. I feel like this is the best time to bring this up in the rule book. There is one uh, set of images and mm-hmm. it's my favorite thing because um, basically this rule book is four pages, two of which. Uh, you read the first setup, then you read how to play, and then there's a big break. You, you need, you know, you're on part of how to play. You're figuring out how to reveal clues, and then there's just this huge ad that just says "Desperate Housewives." Watch Desperate Housewives on ABC, and I think they really got a lot of viewers from this ad, just because, you know, obviously some people would pick this board game up. Like, not having ever seen the show, Joe Schumacher, would... what a savant in the <laughs> board game industry. <laughs> Nice tin. I love Savant. (laughs) I love this ad right in the middle of the rule book, like just completely breaking up the flow of reading the rules. And there's this huge ad for Desperate Housewives for a game about Desperate Housewives. It's It's like something you'd see in a magazine, right? You'd see it like like one of those centerfold. It's it's a full it's a full page ad just in the rule book, which is great. Which is to me it's like the wrong demographic. If you're buying this game anyways, you probably already know about the DVD or you're probably already (laughs) watching the show. You wouldn't just pick up the game unless you're us. You wouldn't just pick up the game. It says watch Desperate Housewives on ABC. It makes no sense. (laughs) Well no shit. why do you think I bought the game if I'm a normal person? God, Garrett, do you think they spent more money on the tin than everything oh my inside gosh. of the tin? Hundred uh, percent. Yes, it's poor, poor quality components. I, like I said, my favorite component is the spinner, and it's mm-hmm. just because it's a little bit thematic. Everything else is just you know gray, I agree, I agree white. It's just snapshots dull, of the dull colors, cast, right? And, and it's just the yeah. It's, it, there's stills from the show, just, and actually, I think most of the stills are actually just the promotional photos from the show because they're reused over and over again. It's that pose, you know, Eva Longoria posed in the same, you know, same pose. I, I, I don't know what to call it. But it's Eva Longoria in the same pose across the board. She's game got the times. hand on her hip, mm-hmm. and she's looking. Yeah. She's, she's like looking half turned devious. away. Yeah, half yep. looking at That's you. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Got it. The Instagram butt pose. <laughs> okay, lads, is there a, is there some sort of consensus that we can find online? Has anyone else subjected themselves to this board game other than just us? Uh, we have eighteen ratings of this on on Board Game Geek. It's got it's. I've got a really good one here, uh, Mister 
Seguin Daikon, I am so sorry, I definitely pronounced that wrong. He says, had this game for what, 12 years now? Never played. (laughs) (laughs) I love that he reviewed it, though. (laughs) Not only was I the only one speaking English at the time, but also I was the only one with the weird memory skills to remember all little stupid details that were in the picky trivia questions. Bad game, bad quality, components, and content. I got one from uh, Back88Keys. Um, My wife got this game from a friend because she loves the show. I understand that, but the game is horrible. It's just a QA and a about the first couple of seasons. Funny thing is, we played one time and I won. I've probably seen a total of three episodes. I I got one from Zumba, gave it a two, and uh, he says... WTF, how can you make a trivia game this bad in every single way? This is an elimination game? What the fuck? How nice is it? How nice is this in a trivia game? This is that is essentially a party game and you can be out ages before the game finishes. <laughs> oh man, that's good. Uh quick quick guess from you guys. I just quickly searched this on Amazon. Any guesses on how much you can pick this up for? God, it's cardinal. It's going to be 25 bucks or something. That's my guess. Tom? 24.99. Uh 30. 30. Uh un- unfortunately, you guys are way off. Uh it's ranging from 236 what with 570 575 $2.36. $2.36 with $5.75 shipping. Uh, the high price I'm seeing is twelve dollars with free shipping. All right, so, that's all right. That, that's more fair. I was about to say uh-huh. we we messed up by opening this game. collector's item. Yeah. And and unlike other games we've reviewed, like the Lost one and I think the the Twilight one, I'm, I don't see other reviews from people you know on Amazon or, or eBay. Um, it's just basically like oh, this is a trivia game, you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. the consensus almost all around is. <laughs> this this is a man. trivia game. This is a trivia game for Desperate Housewives, which it's really not. I mean, at least it wasn't in, in my view. Like, yeah, this it didn't isn't seem like the, it. at the core of this. Trivia there was one of the mechanics. There. Yeah, there's trivia is one of the mechanics, but for the most part, it was a secrets reveal game. So, yeah, somewhat of a secret reveal deduction game. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I guess let's go into our final scores, guys. <laughs> and if you if you're giving your final score and you had any thoughts on how you can improve the game, uh, I'll be, go ahead and share those as well. But who wants to go first? Uh, I'll jump in here. So, all right. I think, like I said, they did a couple of things that I did like. I, I like the little shovel spinner. Um, I like that they kind of went away from your traditional roll and move or your traditional trivia games. You know, this isn't just a Trivial Pursuit clone. This isn't just a Monopoly clone or a Sorry clone or anything like that. It, it's got its own components. That being said, it's just like almost like a half-baked idea. Like we were talking about the spaces, like having half of your spaces as just blank spaces so that your turn is basically don't do anything. It <laughs> it's just like it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense. Lose to me. a turn spaces are the best. <laughs> just right, yeah, just like, rolling die for it, rolling dice. The, the lose a turn space is just like a normal space. It's just you don't do anything. uh so i think they definitely could have maybe baked those ideas a little bit more and then just like invested something in the art i mean i know they have they could have taken a promotional photo of the neighborhood they could have they could have put some cast and crew photos on there for all i care but they just have this solid white background and i think these are just like very bad problems to have in this production when your target audience is you know not the average board game fan and it doesn't have the mechanics to stand on anyway so mm-hmm. the people that are buying this are the ones that want to see pictures of the desperate housewives right. they want they want new trivia they want an insider scoop they want something that accentuates the experience of watching the show i feel like this game doesn't do that 
this is a pretty poor game in my design uh, Hall of Fame. So I'm going to go with like a 1.5, I think. Uh, Jeff, you want to take it from here? Yeah, I'll go next. Um, I think this game failed on literally every single front that we can grade on. <laughs> um, so let's go. Let's start with art. Garrett already nailed it. It's like white background board. Um, and it's there's not enough, you know, of pictures from the show or any thematic things. Um, there's not enough there. The art was terrible. Uh, the you know the quality is Cardinal Games. We know it's the, you know the board quality is already pretty bad. <laughs> the mechanics, like like Garrett Garrett said, like the mechanics are kind of poor all the way around. Um, they didn't have um, like half the board spaces weren't there. Garrett already mentioned that. The other half were. Um, you know, half of the, the rest, the remaining halves were the same spaces, basically move two spaces back, repeat that same right. action. Um, <laughs> and so that, that was really poor. Um, I thought that, uh, the gameplay itself, like didn't even thematically, the gameplay didn't make sense because half of it was, I would say desperate housewives trivia. Half of it is like I said, like, like I mentioned earlier in the show, like Hollywood stars trivia, which again, this is based in suburbia. doesn't make sense to me. I, I did I did like the shovel. I thought that was kind of cool. That's a one sort of redeeming element. I don't know why they spent time doing that. Fifteen minutes doing that didn't spend any more time doing anything else. Um, so overall, I was very displeased. Um, I think the only part, honestly, the only part of the game that I semi enjoyed was kind of guessing like the trivia about the um, about the you know famous people's background. But that yeah. is not supposed to be the core of a Desperate Housewives game. Like, that was a <laughs> failed mechanic that they put into the game that just didn't mesh well with the theme of the game. So they succeeded where they should, where it, in a mechanic that didn't fit right. So I'm going to give it a one. Um, it, it's, I just I didn't like any real part of it. All right. Yeah. Tom? Um, I'm going to come in right hot on your heels with this one, Jeff. Uh, I, I hate the shovel. And you want to know the reason why I hate the shovel? What's because that? I feel I feel like spinners should be arrows, right? Because you say, "Oh, who's it? Who's it pointing at?" And a shovel—it's not even like a, like one of those like tipped spaded shovels. I right. know what our audience is right. thinking. They're thinking, "Oh, it's going to be like one, you know, it'll, it'll kind of look like an arrow." It'll—they went with a they went with a goddamn square shovel, Garrett. It's <laughs> just yeah. this big blunt object. Just, I don't know, signaling in your general direction. It is not pointing, my friends. It is just, it is lying maybe perpendicular to you. That's it. That's all you get. So I think they failed even on the spinner. It's like the early days, of, <laughs> early days of Google Maps. You're like, I don't know, it's kind of in this general vicinity. Yeah, it's just, it's like lobbing a grenade towards you. That's what I get when I'm looking at that, looking at that square shovel on that spinner. I it's like a it. trowel. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> and and I thought I thought the art was terrible. I thought like oh, I'm totally with you, Garrett. A white background is one of the worst sins that a board game can create, unless you're playing Cloud Simulator or <laughs> Sim Heaven. There's Sim no heaven. reason to have a lot of white on that on that board. It's it was a totally lazy application. Hundred percent assets. I didn't mind the secret deduction portion of the game. But I thought that uh, having it set up so if, like, you have one person gets down to, like, they have all their secrets are out, and so they're just trying to bring everyone down with them. Right. I don't know. When I voice that out loud, it seems kind of true to life. <laughs> like, <laughs> my life's ruined. I don't care anymore. <laughs> and they just start firing off questions. Okay, so just talking my way through this, that kind of... 
All right, I'm not going to give it a one. I was going to give it a one. I'm going to give it a 1.75. Okay. All right. So that brings the Rough Draft Boys average to 1.42. We are almost a full point below that, uh, the Board Game Geek score, which is a 2.3. So we're significantly lower on this. Granted, there's only about 18 ratings on this game. Um, Not super popular, but there you go. We are quite lower on this. You know what would have made this game a little bit better, Garrett? What's that? If he had put a little bit of the alien stuff that Jeff and I had found out about him, if yeah. we had gotten, if we had gotten <laughs> post-crisis Joel, this would have been really interesting—a manifestation of insanity as it spawns <laughs> by this first game. <laughs> a nice twist in the board game—you're just trying to su- survive. There's a like abduction. a hidden Easter egg. <laughs> so yeah. we should play all the games that he's made. Oh my god, I don't—I can't believe I'm signing myself up for this. But in, in chronological release order, and see if he slowly dips into insanity per game he plays. <laughs> For a game he makes. I mean, he's got a couple others. He's got Chicken Flick. He's got uh, the Cheetah Girls CD board game. But uh, tell you what, if one of our audience members makes a suggestion of which Joel Schumacher game we should play next, we'll do that. Agreed? Agreed. Agreed. We're in. So if you would like to hit us up on Twitter for that suggestion, or maybe you have your own dirty laundry that is not the classic Don Henley song, then you can hit us up at Rough Draft Games, where you can, uh, you can DM us those secrets. We won't tell anybody. If you can guess my secret based on these clues, sister, problem, food, eating, disorder, then send me an email over at roughdraftgames <laughs> at gmail.com. Spoiler, he kisses his sister. <laughs> For breakfast. For breakfast, lunch, does. and dinner. Every, a smooch before meals. Nice oh, pancakes again, huh? <laughs> <laughs> And if you want to escape your desperate housewife, come on over to roughdraftgames.com where we've got plenty of content, including our thematic posts, the rest of the Roll and Move uh, podcasts, and uh, of course, our game that we're working on, All Rise. It's it's what you do whenever you need a break from Karen. You just hop onto our website. I'm not sure if I'm escaping madness (laughs) or if I'm descending into madness by going to the page, but... I think Karen might be the escape from us. I know, exactly. If you're you're trying to escape a desperate, desperate husband, you know, or a house husband, then you can go to the website too. We will, we will be your oasis for all forms of escape. Desperate significant other. And, uh, and last but not least, it would be so tragic if we did not get down on our hands and knees. If we were desperately, if you will, begging you for five stars on iTunes. It really helps people find the show. It helps uh, get the word out on what we're doing over here. And uh, I don't know, it'll help us take us take things to the next level. You want to see us get to the next level, right, Garrett? I sure do. Oh, absolutely. The aliens will help us get to the next level. The aliens will help us ascend up and beyond what we are truly capable of. But until next time, guys, 